Oh, that was fun. Jacob, oh my god, Jacob, could, will yeah. you please come back on again? Anytime. I'm 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 totally down. I love talking about stuff I love. Yeah, I I I, I always great. Yeah, we I, you know, uh uh it, it was a good time. We we could that's the good thing about this show is it can get especially this one, the people who are in the chat room right now, we can get really, 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 really in the nerdy weeds, so to speak. Evan, <laughs> Evan um, I'm going to go. So, Evan, why don't you and Jacob just talk about whatever the fuck you guys want to talk about? I mean, it's not, I mean, it's being taped, but we're not going to air it. And then I, I got to find out what's going on with Garrett Schlichty. So I'll be back. Yeah, yeah, go find that queen. So Garrett right. Schlichty is um, the queen that he wrote this late article about racism and drag race. And then he's come and done two separate interviews with, um, with Joe since he's talked about the episode and then he talked about something else. I can't remember, but he's a very articulate queen that also lives in DC with me and he's going to kind of come and talk about a few things. That we Is feel. the article called RuPaul's Drag Race has a race problem? Yes. Can we read it. <laughs> it's good. 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 Oh yeah. I've seen that. Okay. So I don't know. What do we want to talk about? What's one thing? Let's, let's read through the chat room. I'm trying to see if what. Ask us questions, you guys. Anything. <laughs> Truly, literally anything. Oh. <laughs> Someone said, Garrick Strictly could possibly rival Alaska in a level of vocal fry they speak with. That's shady, Luke. <laughs> Don't be shady. Be a lady. We love um, Yeah. So, Jacob, what has been... So, I'm trying to think, like, what... Oh, I saw a question someone asked. What was the... There was one... Oh, okay. We got a question. Aiden Deem asks, do you know who Four Leaf Cloverfish is? I have no idea who that is, but like, you know, whatever. <laughs> so interesting. Is that a Reddit user? If that's you, I sorry, I don't know who you are. Wait, uh, I yeah. never heard. I've what? never heard of Fork of Cloverfish. Who is that? Yeah. Who is that? Is that you, Joe? That's me. Yeah, but who's Fork of Cloverfish? Oh, oh, I don't know. I never heard of that person. That's why I'm oh, saying. Oh, I thought you said you did. No, I've never heard of that redditor. The ones I know about are usually the moderators. Who are like, but you know what's so funny is, as an active Reddit user, a Reddit redditor, I I don't really know who is the moderator or just an active user. Does that make sense? Mm, kind of. A lot of people think I'm mod in the main sub when I'm not. So yeah, exactly. And uh, how many of the mods have you met? Do you guys have like a little clip you call the mod squad? We have a group chat. <laughs> Which I, I don't know why I'm in it, but I am. Like I'm not even a part of the main set, but like I'm in that. So yeah, it's fun. But wait, did, we, did you tell us if you ever met them? I've never met them in person. No, oh, but really? I probably no. I've, oh, I met someone who's not there anymore. Luke and Dyer. Okay. He's no longer a mod, but I met him at not Dragcon, but in LA. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I do plan on going to an important event eventually, and I'll probably meet a bunch of people there. You know. Now, uh, Jacob, there's a question for you by Azilabeth in the chat room. She wants to know, Jacob, thoughts on Katya's podcast? Ooh, I love it so much. I listen to it all the time at work. Not all the time. There's only four episodes, but um, <laughs> I listen to it when I'm at work. It's really awesome. In fact, um, it got me really excited to be on this, in fact, because it was like, you know. I do think it's a very interesting podcast. So for the first episode was kind of jarring because mm-hmm. of how much we learned. Mm-hmm. Katya, like everything about like her circumstances and her life, but mm-hmm. every episode after that has been pretty interesting too. See, I haven't. I'm I'm kind of. I actually just listened to um the, what is it? Relaska thoughts or what? What's the one that you? What's which one did you talk about this in Joe? I get them all confused. Talk about what? 
where you talked about Katya's podcast. Oh, Form Decor. Form Decor. I'm kind of with Taylor. I don't know if I can listen to the second episode just because I'm so kind of like sad for the fact that I don't know if that's Katya's like. The first episode is the only one that's really sad, I will say. The rest are like normal. So that kind of almost, I'm, I'm kind of with Taylor on this, where it kind of actually bothers me because I feel like then she really was just hamming up her mental illness for that one episode. No, I think it's more just to get stuff out of the way because there are a lot of questions people have and it's more like episode one, you're tuning in to just know what happened. So I'm just going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like, I understand that. It's just a bit like disconcerting because I, I don't know her, mm-hmm. but I'm worried for her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, Mariah Carey. I'm, I think Roe, I think that's, but that's part of like, <laughs> I think that's part of her brand, though. It's that she people that people are obsessed with her. People, it's like a thing to worry about Katya. You see all these annoying posts on Reddit. Like, I'm just so glad that she's getting like the help that she needs. Lots like you don't know this bitch. She doesn't care that you want her to be well. Just like leave her exactly. alone. Cindy Clausen has a good question. Did anyone else hear Andy Cohen say "sitting on a secret" in the country mini challenge? I did, but I wonder if. Do you think that that was? Does anyone think that that was spilled to him beforehand? Did you guys catch that? Um, he had Joe? an earpiece. I heard that and I thought about it, but. It's also just a saying, you know? Well, no. Well, yeah, they, they had just finished filming All-Stars 3, so they knew what it was. Two, he was clearly reading from a cue card. And three, he had, ah! he had an earpiece. Oh, yeah, I did catch that. He, what a dingbat. No offense to anyone, but... I'm not allowed to say anything about Andy Cohen. Apparently, if I say anything about Andy <laughs> Cohen, I'm the worst human being ever. But wait, guys, before we get into the other... Uh, well, we read the questions. Before We're going to do this. We're going to go questions, and we're going to have all good time here. We have all the time in the world till everyone has to go. But um, but my question to you is uh, this is for both of you actually. Are you guys ready for this question? Sure. Mm-hmm. What I need from you guys, this is Evan. This goes for you, uh, Jacob Miton. What episode? Season five, five episode five, one. Five, five, episode one. Penetration versus. Is... Okay. Doing a chat chat goes. No fuck. Um, no, it's goes penetration home. goes home. Beach. Kidding. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Joe, I was, I was, wait, wait, Jacob, were you like low-key like waiting for that the whole time? Because I was like, I was, I knew Joe was going to just like drop it in with that. I, I could know. tell his voice. Yeah. Oh, Milan. Oh, this is, yeah, this is trouble. This is season four of Milan versus that Madame Laqueur. Yeah. And she puts on lipstick and shit. Wait, wait, how are we going to do this where you guys ding in? Oh, I, well, you know. I, uh, I don't know. I we're just doing that. You know that SNL skit with Garth and Cat where they both just like kind of wing it? Like they'll say one thing and just kind of keep. Okay, here's what we're going to do. The person who got it right last, so we'll say it's Evan got it right. You have like five seconds once I play it, and then I'm going to stop, and then it automatically goes to. Uh, okay. The, uh, the, okay, here we go. All right, here we go. Season two, episode two. But wait, it wasn't your turn. Oh, but sorry. He got it. He got it though. I was gonna. I was gonna say, say the wrong one, so he did win that one. That's oh, right. All right, here we go. We're gonna do another one. Here so we go. is it his turn next, and then mine? No, you have. So you have five seconds. And you then have if you five don't get seconds. It, I'm gonna try. Man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play. You have five seconds. Then I'm gonna stop and ask you. Okay. Okay. Okay, and then. Let me get my timer out. We're going to do one more, then we'll go back to the chat room here. Um, all right, here we go. Five seconds starts. Well, I guess I, guess I can lose the player. I don't know why I'm doing that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, sorry, that was the wrong one. Now let me holler at you for a minute. 
Oh wait, no, I think we learned that's that's the wrong version. That's the wrong. I was version. like, what? <laughs> yeah, we think we learned that wrong. Let me go to a different one. I think I learned that's the wrong version. Here we go. Oh, I don't know which one that was. You do? What was it? That mesmerize. Okay. Oh yeah, but you messed it up last time. Yeah. Here so. we go. Here we go. All right. Oh, is it my turn? Yes, it is. Biology: A Drawer versus Trinity K. Bonet with a door going home, and I forget what episode it is. It's the only thing wrong in that statement was that it, Trinity goes home, not a door. A uh, what? He thinking the that. joke that door should have got home that episode. I oh, should have gone home, man. That uh, was yeah. right, though. That was I right said Trinity went home. A door didn't go home. No. <laughs> He's saying that the that Ru, RuPaul made a poor decision. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, let's go back to the chat room. Uh, Connor Shanahan said, is there any tea about the Craig guy who's on the podcast? He's deep in with Katya, Jake Shears, and Vanderpump Rules cast. And his ex-wife girlfriend was the guest on the latest episode. Here's the thing, and I mentioned this on my thing. Do you have any tea on this, Jacob? Um, No. <laughs> um... The only thing I'll say is this. I have a friend who literally went through the same thing Katya went through fairly recently. And he and I actually can't even speak anymore because he's so like – and from what I know, it, and this is my own personal experience. This is all empirical evidence here. Is I and But Taylor, as we all know, kind of works in this field. There's no way you were in rehab as recently as you missed All-Stars 3 episodes – and you're in the mental headspace to do a podcast. Uh, no, so no way. I do think a podcast might be part of, part of like her coping mechanism in a way. Yeah, but what it's what it's because... doing though, it's opening back up the the problems that that caused it to. I get what you mean, but like, look, girl, her podcast is twenty thousand times bigger it's better than, than starting to do drag again. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right because that's going to put it. And maybe it's it's a good thing, but it, it does show she has an addiction to fame. Because, I mean, that's sort of probably her compromise is, look, I won't do drag, but I'll, I'll do this. But look, her podcast immediately is already 20,000 times bigger than ours, right? But, I mean, I had to go off social media because people are just fucking ruthless, you know? So why would you open yourself back up to that? I don't know. Uh, well, she says she isn't reading comments at all. Oh, so. she's not. That's really, really smart. She uh, says she's not even looking at the reviews or anything. She just shows up and does it. That, I don't you know buy what? that for seven seconds. But I okay. don't either, but she says it. So. I'll be also, honest with you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go, go ahead, Evan. No, if it's about the Katya podcast, go for it. Mine's no, a side no, note. No, go ahead. Do whatever you want to do. Roving reporter Aiden Deem just outed himself as four-leaf cloverfish on Reddit. So hmm. now we know where all of our Reddit teas. Oh, roving! Oh, wait, 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 wait! I didn't know this was happening here. Hold on for yeah, a second. I've been like reading that. Oh, all stars three. Let me check what he said. Oh yeah, go go check what he said. He spilled some tea on all stars three. But 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 we also have to do this. Breaking news: Roving reporter Aiden Beam outs himself as four leaf cloverfish. Currently, right oh. now, what we have is we have um, Jacob Mitten. One of the moderators of Spoiled Drag Race here <laughs> to uh, give us the tea on what uh, Four Leaf Cloverfish told us. That was too dramatic for what he said. He said, like, nothing. He said, Shangel isn't in the top two, but from my source, she should have been. I think that's all. Source. Oh. <laughs> you just got read by Jacob Mitten Official. <laughs> 
have a question for you, Jacob. Yeah. Sure. Can you confirm? Do you have any like what percent do you think it's possible that Miss Vanjie's coming back? She's not coming back. Because uh, Rue wouldn't talk about it that much if she was. That's true. Like they wouldn't make sense. Like they wouldn't. Nobody in the cast would be like, Vanessa should come back. Like everybody else is. Mm-hmm. Like they wouldn't say that. They would just be like. Uh, dream season. crushed. I went to the zoo. I do on think she's back yesterday. next season, though, just because you know she she's getting to. so much popularity. She's like it's like Shangela, sorta. I got drunk and went to the zoo. Went to the zoo yesterday in DC, and I just started screaming, "Miss Vanjie!" <laughs> at, at every animal I saw. So wait, so you know, so you know, I don't think I don't know if Garrett Schlichty's coming back. I'm coming. To, I, 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 he, he had some sort of like exercise class. It was going to end around eight your time, and then I've been texting him. He's not. He's. I just mm. got schlichtied. So anyway, oh. uh, uh, let me ask you, Jacob. You and I talked about it, you didn't sort of give your opinion. So here's what happened is last week is I saw I – mean, let me give you the whole story and then we'll come to your opinion. Awesome. Is, you know, I watched the preview for last week and I was like, huh, you know. And my co-host on the main show, Taylor the Latte Boy, who is also a licensed therapist – he texted me privately and he said, did you watch the preview for this week? He goes, I have thoughts. And I go, I think we have the same thoughts. So we go on our you main podcast. for this next episode? No, 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 the one for episode two. So uh, we go on our show and we both happen to have the same opinion that Rue and Michelle came off as mean girls on the episode uh, when they were essentially laughing as Vanjie was going home and she was saying her name. You thought that? Yeah. We'll, we'll come back to this. I thought it was mean, you know, because uh, hmm. this is a person – and you can disagree with me. I'm fine with people disagreeing with me. In fact, yeah. I want people to disagree with me. I want to hear this opinion, right? Because here you have Miss Vanessa Vanjie Mateo who, as we saw and I've told you from what I've known, but also as we saw on the show, was very, 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 very humiliated and upset. By going home first. Okay. And she really felt it emotionally. And I thought to laugh because she was in some way exhibiting that emotion was mean. Now, by the way, and I, I said this on the show and I, th- and I sort of think it got sort of lost in it. I'm not doing it in a self-righteous way. I'm actually very like, bitch, I would do the same thing too. Right? I think... Actually, where my problem really lies, and I think I might have mentioned this on the show, is why would WoW air that? That's the part I don't get, is why would they put that in the show? They didn't need to put that in the show. Um, so anyway, so we say this. Because she's going to come back next season, that's why. <laughs> Probably. So we, 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 we say that it came off kind of mean, and it came off kind of mean girl to make fun of her as it was going on. I actually did not notice this, but I guess during the Andy Cohen uh, bit that we were talking about, Taylor made fun of the fact that uh, uh, Andy has a lazy eye. <laughs> it must have been so under Taylor's breath because I edit the show and I usually am careful for that because I know Taylor doesn't want to be known for that, that uh, I didn't hear it. And I still I, I haven't listened to the show, but I could not tell you where it is. Evan, do you know where it is in the show? You know, I heard you guys say a lot of things about it, but I did not even hear – I did not hear the Lazy Eye conference. Yeah, I didn't hear it either, and, and Taylor said it was under his breath. So after – I, you know, I post a show – I don't know if you know this, Jacob, but we come out the night of every new episode. So, like, by midnight Pacific time, there's a new episode in your feed, all right? Okay. And so Taylor called me the next morning, and he said, you know, I feel really badly. 
that I said this thing about, uh, I've been thinking about it all night, but I feel really badly about what I said about Andy Cohen. I go, I didn't, girl, I go, I, I even said, I didn't even notice. I think you're fine. Right. Okay. Oh my. Were people offended? Oh, well, it was coupled with, they cannot believe we came for Rue the way we did. They can't believe uh, then to be we're hypocrites because then we make fun of Andy Cohen's lazy eye. Well, like, and, what's a lot of people for you? Well, it wasn't a lot. It, what I, and that's not, and that's <laughs> actually what I've been trying to focus on is actually more people came to our defense and supported us. But it was still like the three or four ugly people. They're not ugly people, but the three or four people. <laughs> Men call people ugly. Let's no, just no, start no, 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 it It was three or four. Your first guys. It was three to four people who were saying very ugly things. That just that just sticks with you. You know when I used to do stand up, I could have the whole theater crying with laughter. But if there was one person who wasn't laughing, I, the show was over for me. Right? Really? Oh yes. Oh um, yes. Joe, that, literally, guys. Joe will call me or text me. Over one like sour tweet or like one well, thing you that you need to stop turn. reading the comments. Then says, "Well, like, that's so that's why I said I'm going to stop reading the comments and doing social media. I, I used to be like the main social media guy for the show, and so now I've decided to stop doing that. Evan's going to handle that from now on. But but so now you know the basic story. Uh, what is your take on? So you did not think that Rue and Michelle were being sort of mean girl. I don't really think so. I think you're just not looking too deep into it. Okay. That's fair enough. You know, because it was, talk- it was after it was like, it wasn't even like an important thing. Like she was talking to Vanessa. It was more like, what did she say? Oh, she said Miss Vanjie, and then Michelle just said in a funny way that made her laugh. You know, like that's all I saw it as. Okay, that's fine, but that's fair. And I'm, I'm going to push back a little bit. I'm going to say, then why would Rue say like, "You better stop"? Like she's like church giggles. Probably because like. That's a genuine laugh for once and a cracker makeup. I don't know. <laughs> the one thing I'll say is if they could have done some fishy editing and it could have happened after Vanessa Vanjie Mattel left the stage. And if that's I'm true, sure they did, though. if that's it, well, they, they didn't cut it that way on the show. If that's true, then that's fine too. Like I told you, I could see myself doing the same thing. My problem isn't really that they said it and that's what I think got lost in it. My problem wasn't that they said it. My problem was that it was aired. There's a difference. It's almost like a Streisand effect. You know what Well, this- it, it was purposely aired. I think it's more just either um, they want to explain why someone's going to reference Vanjie later on, later on in the season. <laughs> Or they want, or she's going to return next season, and they'll be like, "You made Rue laugh! Wow!" <laughs> well, I kind of think. So my theory is because people have, have commented, like they they have their own conspiracy theories, and like because you know, as we all know, Rue has been fucking just vanging it up on Twitter for a week. You know, mm-hmm. I kind of feel that she was conscious enough to know that she it didn't look good, and so that was sort of uh... her way of like. All right, bitch, I'm going to make you famous. I'm going to give you the Twitter followers. I'm going to give you the attention to make up for I don't I feel think bad. I think you're reading too deep into it, honestly. That's fine. That's, that's fair. Just... Look, that's 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 that and look, I like having this discussion. Does that make sense? It's yeah. when you come for like you oh my god, it's like fuck you and your fucking horrible show and you're never going to fucking listen again, you piece of shit. This People were calling you negative. racist. They were calling you like just all this crazy shit out of, for nothing. Yeah. So, like, I don't mind – look, look, the only people who know are the editors. 
really, you know? And I, I this is just we're, you know, this is a show that we do the recap immediately after the show. We and we and at a certain point, unlike what you do, Jacob, is we have to when we're recapping the show, we have to recap a show as if that's the reality. Does that make sense? So we have to go, okay, the presented episode is the reality, even as we both know that's not the case. So uh-huh. Um, like for instance, you know, one of the things is when, you know, when I edit the show, I pull sound clips. I don't know if I ever talked about this in the show. When I edit the show, I pull sound clips and it was the episode where, uh, during the famous note scene, right? Yeah. And, and I'm pulling the sound clip and Trixie is talking to, uh, Shangela to mend fences about what happened. Because I'm pulling the audio, i my attention is focused on the audio and you hear in the background Ben apologizing to somebody else. I don't know who. You don't hear the other person talking. So as Trixie is apologizing to Shangela, Ben is apologizing to someone in the background. I've always wanted to post this actually on Spoiled Drag Race so to, to have the Nancy Drews try and solve it. Who's Oh, Ben LaCrem. Okay. Ben, yeah, you hear Ben. I thought you had like a guest co-host who was named Ben. I was like, oh, what? no, 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 no. <laughs> You hear when I'm when I'm pulling the audio of of Trixie apologizing to Shangela, you hear Ben de la Creme talking to someone in the background saying, "I didn't mean to come for you. I didn't mean to read you, and if I did, I'm sorry." And but you don't hear the other person talking. I'm always and, oh and my they, god, yeah, that's so interesting to hear. Whenever you pay attention to the audio, like I, oh, I can pull, on I can pull it again. Pardon me. Go ahead. Sorry. No, go like ahead. whenever you pay attention to the audio, there's a lot of stuff that you notice. Yes. Like, Especially in Untucked. <laughs> well, Untucked is a good example because that's why I thought it was going to come up. Okay, a perfect example is the episode where Cynthia Lee Fontaine is doing the funeral for the... Um... You can hear in the background of someone else's conversation. Yeah, and then you, when you hear the background, when you hear that conversation later, you can hear Cynthia doing the funeral. Another example recently is where... Um, I forget exactly, but Asia and Aquaria are talking about something in mm-hmm. last week's Untucked. Mm-hmm. No, it was Aquaria and Vix. No, sorry, Asia and Vixen were talking about something. I think about a dress. Uh-huh. No, maybe something. And you can hear Asia and like they just split up to make it more sense to for make more sense. As in, they put Asia talking separate. Uh, like they split the two audios, if it makes sense. Like, oh, um, I see what you're saying. Uh huh. Like, because the two conversations were going on going on at once, and you couldn't hear both of them at the same time, so you just split it. If that makes sense, yeah, that's why. Conversation was going on at the same time. Asia was speaking as Vixen was speaking, so you split it. It was really interesting to like to notice. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff I like to get into. But the point is, we have to. We have to. Like, I was always hoping that we'd find out who Ben was apologizing to and why. Right? We never did. But yeah. we have to accept that – I never brought it up on the show because we have to accept the show that's presented as the reality. The show that was presented on the reality that day, I still stand by it, and I know you and I differ, and that's fine. Look, and that's the thing, Jacob, and this is why I wanted to have Garrett Schlichty on here is I wanted to talk about this, is we disagree, and that's okay. Oh, totally, yeah. It's, it's a fucking it's TV like, show. But it's also okay as a viewer like to critique what you're um, consuming – Mm-hmm. That's very important to do. A lot of people don't do it. Is that they're not conscious of what they're watching. But what's not okay is just to leave a bunch of hate. 
You know what I mean? Like, if you disagree with someone, it's fine. Like, disagree with them. You can voice your opinion. That's what everything's for. Yeah, why do you uh, why do you think the fans get so deep into this? Why do you think they're so into well, this or the actual or the the, the show drama or our podcast drama? Uh, any kind of RuPaul's Drag Race drama, whether it be on Reddit, whether it be on our show, whether it be the actual show itself. I have theories, and I think it's very much like why I get so into it, or what kind of it stems back to people that watch this show are very impressionable. And a lot of people feel like they really do know these people. And like, this is like a very rare re- chance of representation for them. And they think that they really, really are these Queens friends that they, they have to defend them. You know, I think some people just like yes. really don't know. Especially the younger, the younger people. Yeah. When you're connected, they like social media, they, they really feel like they're like a part of this and any chance mm-hmm. they can get to be a part of it, whether it, whether it's leaving hate crime, hate mails to defend somebody, I think they'll do it. Cause they don't, have, maybe they don't have much else. I can't think of a single person I know in like in my in my circle of friends and family that are saying that would like leave comments like would leave the n word on Bibi Zahara Benet or like wish someone would you know wants to throw acid in Bibi O'Hara's face. Like, well, you Nina just, you know, got it you don't, really you don't, bad. You don't do that if you have a healthy relationship in life, you know. Exactly. Like you don't have any free time. <laughs> but why do you think? Because I've noticed a lot of it has to do a lot of time with like the Trixie and Katya stands. Why do you think that is? Um, well, I have no idea because I'm not part of that, <laughs> but I do think part of it has to do with, um, a lot of the, you know, stan culture as in like, I stand this person. Yeah. I do yeah. think it's kind of toxic as in like, you will stand them and you will defend anything that goes their way. Mm-hmm. And like you identify with them and like you just attach yourself to them and cling to them. You know what I mean? And I think this Katya and Trixie thing is interesting because to me, they kind of represent like the underdog culture, if that's a thing. Kind of, like, yeah. And it's that's why it's surprising that Trixie even won because it, I don't think it was... Because your whole thing is I lost. <laughs> yeah, and it's not her, it's not Katya's brand to be a winner. So it's it's not her brand to be well. So people really feel like they have to like defend these people. So maybe not defend them, but... Well, what's they're... funny? Is that Katya did a lot better than, than Trixie did on All Stars and yeah. Katya didn't win. <laughs> What's also funny is Katya and Trixie have openly said how much they don't like it. Like, they're not even like... Trixie especially. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you guys know this story. I'm sure uh, I'm sure Jacob knows the story. But there was a... What's so funny was that when I was at DragCon last year, they were like, do you want to go to Trixie and Katya's uh, panel? And I was like, no, it's okay. And I didn't, but I wish I would have gone because there was that <laughs> drama where some guy got up... Red to, fan. Uh, Red fan picks. And red, well, like sex fanfic too, like where they have sex with each other, right? Like a name for that kind of yeah. Trixie and Katya, like they have sex with each other, and like they were they were asking him to stop, and they had to like essentially take the microphone away from him, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. Oh, but you weren't there, but you heard. And yeah, I heard of it. I wasn't there, but I, like I wonder because you, you know when you go to these panels, here's what I think is weird: when you go to these panels, everybody is filming it with their fucking phone. How has that footage <laughs> yeah. not got to, gotten out? For panels? Well, for the for the one. For a the lot moment. of it is like people watch like sneak previews of stuff on like really shitty iPhone, <laughs> iPhone quality. No, but what I'm saying is that the, at, not at the DragCon, they're, they're filming everything at these panels on their cell phones. How come I haven't seen the fanfic video? I I was looking for it too, but I think it just wasn't filmed. <laughs> you know what it was? Because it happened during the Q and A, and I bet people were like, "Man, I'm not going to film the Q and A." Yeah. You know? That's probably what happened. Uh, also, I'd like to point out. Yes. Haley, um, Haley's clans. How do you know my drag name? 
Oh, she That's knew funny. your drag name? Yeah, do you know me from something? Like, Mittens. It's M-I-T-T-E-N's, like, her glove. Well, well Jacob, drag name. It's And she like... referred me as that. Like, what do you know? <laughs> How do you know me from that? Look, you're famous. You're Jacob Mittens from Reddit. Totally. <laughs> have you had people who have you had besides the people who sent threats to your family have you had people who um have really like found out like where you live or your phone number or anything like that um not my phone number or anything like that but i do get a lot of, just a lot of messages on <laughs> instagram of like random guys junk which i which i love dick ah! but i don't love i don't love like unsolicited dick <laughs> Could well like, okay. What if it's not? Can Evan send I you his penis? See your hole, like that's like a hello. <laughs> uh, Evan wants to send you his penis because is he allowed to do that? Sure. Oh, you see, Evan. Evan, Evan you <laughs> I'm gonna start leaving hate mail on your fight, your personal Facebook oh, page. Okay, Katie doesn't know me. It's just because you all call. Oh, okay. They think yeah. Okay, never mind. They got it confused. So my last name's Mitten. M I T O N. Mm-hmm. But it's pronounced Mittens, so she heard me as Mittens. But Mittens also my drag name because that's how you pronounce my last name. Will we ever mm-hmm. see you doing drag, Jacob? Sure, if you want to, but like, yeah, I'm not doing it right now, so it's not that <laughs> it's not that relevant because I'm kind of really busy right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm saying. Never mind. <laughs> now let me ask you this question: Are there any Dragula contestants that you could see being on Drag Race? Erica Clash and Melissa B. Pierce. You don't think uh, James Majesty? Oh, yeah. Actually, James Majesty, I knew of her beforehand. And she <laughs> she sent in audition tapes for a lot of drag, of a lot of drag race seasons, and she's never gotten on. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe... I can see her as a drag race queen, but I think she fits in more with Dragula. She but does. I do, this is a kind of a controversial opinion with my friends. Mm-hmm. I think Erica Clash would do better on drag race. Interesting. Just because she is, I don't think she's really like what they're looking for for Dracula. Mm-hmm. But do you think what she's what she brings to the table could like be well? It could be better represented on Drag Race, just because it's more like I don't know, like better edited in a way. Well, that was sort of the thing. Here's what's funny is. I can't imagine this, but you know that was always the big controversy with Valentina was that she won Dragula. She won the she won the show version. <laughs> yeah, the show version. Not the, like the like not the not like TV that show. night, like the one that yeah. night. Yeah, but yeah. I can't imagine her doing that kind of drag at all. She mm. was a witch. <laughs> oh. Like she wasn't anything like impressive. Oh, okay, all right, that makes. Uh, the thing is, do you have you ever been to like a Blue Brothers show? They're in LA, and I. You know what's so funny is. I'm always at precinct and I always leave before it starts. <laughs> okay. Well, basically what, like, for example, what Valentina had to do was Bob her, like put on a face in a couple, in a couple of minutes, do a challenge, do the pink number and just like Bob around in full face in a tub of water for apples. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of stuff. It's not like a pageant. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's kind of just like for fun. Mm-hmm. And she won before she was really performing too. Mm-hmm. And it was something she talked about in a shot for Soju and shot with Soju interview. That's how I know all this. Okay, but yeah, she just did it like to expand horizons. But it wasn't like she was like a monster on stage. No, she was. That's what like, I was kind witch. of thinking. Yeah, yeah, because the and Evan, maybe we'll go to precinct when you're here. But the Bully Brothers usually do their show at precinct. Okay, um, and precinct it, LA. Yeah, King and 
I've, I've always left because it's usually this when I've used to go to precinct, it would be the same night of the show. Uh, I think I think it's on. Oh no, this one it was on All Stars two. So All Stars two was on Friday nights, and so Queen Kong was always right after the, the viewing right. of um, All Stars two, and I would just leave. Anyway, <laughs> I, I was like, nah, I'm done. Uh, okay, I'm going to talk about uh, stuff that has to do with the show. Do you, I mean, you're welcome to stick around, Jacob. I don't know how interested you hear about why Taylor's in the hospital. Oh, uh, sure, I'll listen. Okay. I mean, you can chime in. <laughs> a weird person. Ah! <laughs> like, so everyone, yeah. So as we announced today, Taylor the Latte Boy is in the hospital. Uh, the fact that I'm so uh, glib and happy about it means that um, it's obviously, I mean, it, it is serious, but it's not anything like terribly serious. Uh, he has gallstones in his liver, and they're going to, I guess, take those out. And I think they're also going to remove his... Um, he has stones in his liver. This is really gross, actually. And like, they're gonna remove. Did his- you have stones in those livers? Yeah. Did you stone those livers? And <laughs> then, then they're gonna remove his gallbladder. But he's gonna be out of commission for at least till Thursday. It is an uh, out. It is an outpatient procedure, so he'll probably be home by Thursday. But I don't know if he'll be in any shape. The fall. I know he. I, I know he's not in it for this Thursday. Okay. Right now, it's just me and Evan because I asked Lori Roggenkamp and she couldn't do it. I could do it. No, no, maybe, maybe I can't. Never mind. You didn't ask me, you know me. <laughs> well, no, but here's I, I like what Jacob is saying. It means Jacob's having a good time here. Um, but uh, so the Thursday show, so we're, we're gonna look for a third co-host. Maybe it'll be Jacob Mittens. If you need me, I'm like your last resort because I don't know like the why. Format. Oh, because I don't know the format <laughs> that you guys do. Evan, you want to tell him? I know. I'm. I for one am thrilled that he has stones in his livers. Oh, it's my time. I'm ready. It's my time to shine. No, I'm just kidding. I'm very glad that he's okay. Yeah, Evan's gonna finally get to be on the main show. Evan's only oh. ever been on uh, uh, the Patreon level. So uh, that's guys. That's what's gonna. That's, so that's what's going on. So Taylor is really sad. But everyone, seriously, send Taylor all your love, all your thing on p at p i m c Taylor on Twitter, on Instagram. On Facebook, hit him up. I'm sure he's reading all that stuff. But before we do that, why don't we have this? If you come out with me, you need nerves of steel. Oh, Willa. Uh, this is Willem versus Jiggly in season four. Jiggly yeah, goes home. Wow. It was my turn, though, I think. So. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We have to <laughs> find a... my turn. I think it was yours. That's why I didn't answer. How do we have to, we have to find a way to buzz? Well. Mm. You need to... Frank is on Akasha versus Tammy Brown. No, no, was it? That one. That one. What is it? I actually I don't know any season one lip sync. Season so. one, episode two, Akasha versus Tammy Brown. It is. I think it. I think she's in Tammy it. Brown home on that one. Uh, wow, you guys are so well, Jacob. That was pretty impressive, don't you think, Evan? Yeah, that was good. I, I don't, I'm telling you, I don't know any. Okay, now any season you know one what? Now we're gonna I go... watched in order though, and I fell in love with season one. That's why I kept watching. We're gonna, we're gonna go. So now we're gonna go to Evan. Okay, we're gonna go to Evan. All right, All right here we go. Give me a beat. Oh, this is nasty girl. This is season three, Raja versus Carmen Carrera when they no, get naked. Not. Give me a beat. Oh, that's nasty girl. No, that's that's yeah, different. Bob. That's that, one. Manila versus. Yeah, you're right. And Manila does that crazy face thing. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I know. Wow. Remember last week? Uh, uh, it was a little. It was a little bit of a struggle. 
Do you think I haven't been playing that damn playlist on my way to work every morning, all week? <laughs> uh, Jacob, this is for you. Je this is shangela versus venus delight oh i don't know it yeah <laughs> oh wow look at this you see I, I, don't, I don't know the entrance to the song i just know like the lip sync part <laughs> well that's what that's but that's what that's what makes uh that's what's gonna make uh our break I'm gonna I'm gonna throw let's throw an easy one out here. Ready? Whose turn is that? It's gonna be Evan's turn now. Okay. My anaconda don't. My anaconda don't. My anaconda. Go ahead. Dela and um, Dela and Aja on All Stars Three Episode Uno. Very good. Because sometimes you might think, oh, the more recent ones. I don't know because you know you weren't paying as much of attention. You haven't seen them as many times. Mm-hmm. You know. This is for you, Jacob. This is for you, Jacob. New breeze blowing tonight. Clear away the past. On its oh, um, it's Sahara Davenport versus Morgan McMichael, season two. Wow. Damn, I didn't even know that one. So props to you, Mama. It's Oh, that's right. It is because it's okay. That's a good question. I think Jacob knows. Evan, do you know why it is RuPaul's favorite song? Because someone paid him to say so. No. <laughs> yes, probably. No. <laughs> it's because um, it reminds me of his mom. Yes. Like I think, and it wasn't it like... When she was dying, yeah, like, that's like, a song he listened to. Well, I think what happened was, I think he was lip syncing to it, and he saw a plane flying away, and he just knew his mom was dead. And I think he was lip syncing to this song, I think, right? I think he just loved the song because it like related to his mom or something. I think he's full of shit. Just it like, was one. No, it was one of the only real moments I've ever seen on Drag Race. <laughs> that was when this song was on. What what episode is this, or what season is season this? Two episode, okay. whatever the wedding challenge was. Okay, I'm gonna look that up. Also, I'm sorry. Currently, I'm being. Oh, never mind. Oh, You're my, dead. Computer, my, my computer's gonna die. Hang on. Oh, Oops. okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the comments. Like, okay, then we'll give this. To you. To, we'll give this to you, Jacob. Then ready. Oh sure. Wait, no. Uh, fuck, I know the intro to that. Oh, this, I know this one. I don't. Oh, this is um, this is India Farah versus um, Monica Beverly Hills, right? Me and the girls are going. India Farah versus Stacey Matthews, right? Yeah, Monica Beverly Hills. Yeah, it's gonna be lazy. I had to leave my condo to come to this. Well, I'm back. But this time I'm with my man. And these women are putting their hands on It's basically oh. Matthew versus the affair. Yeah, he was right. Wow. How about this one? Oh, oh this is Monica Beverly Hills. in the world by Monica Beverly Hills yeah. versus. Versus Shane um, I am so. Here's the deal, guys. Since season seven, I have recapped every single fucking goddamn episode of this show. I couldn't tell you. Who lip synced to anybody in any yes. of those seasons? I Maybe mean, we should be doing this to you and see what happens. You know what? 
I wish there was a way you could. You know what I'm going to do? Okay, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. Spotify okay. random playlist. No, there, there's – oh, you know what? You're right. I have that actually. Shuffle. You're right. No, I have them all – I have them all shuffled. Hold on. I have them in one big playlist. Mm. All right. So that's a good That's a good idea there. I'm going to do that right now. Let's uh, see how long it takes you. Okay. Here we go. Where's where, Where's the shuffle here? Okay. Here we go. Ready? I'm not going to look. I'm going to take the microphone with me. Though. I'm going to – okay. Here we go. <laughs> oh, we just did this once. I gotta skip that one. Did we? Okay. Oh, okay, wait. Oh, you have to know this one. Come on. This is season five. Roxy Andrews. I couldn't tell you who the other person is. Who the other person? You don't know? You don't know? No, Come really on, girl. This is like this is like arguably the biggest, one of the best lip syncs. This is the bus stop speech. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Not the biggest, but this is a big. This is big one. Yeah, everybody else knows. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who this is. Who is it? It's, it's Roxy Andrews, right? Roxy Alyssa. versus Alyssa. Alyssa, when she takes her wig off and has the other wig underneath. Exactly. Oh, is it during this lip sync? Yeah. Oh. It's with my hair. That's when she does double reveal. Oh. I'm trying to think of who it is. No, no, I don't know. This is well. I'm working with an amateur duel. here, Jacob. I know it's cold-hearted snake. I I couldn't tell you the season. Could can you guys give me the season? Five, five. I don't know. I really don't. Oh. Like I probably couldn't even tell you All Stars three. <laughs> Damn! But I'm, I'm, gonna play, I'm gonna play Coco, one from All Star Street. I'm gonna play one from All Star Street. I'm not even being funny. I'm not even being funny. Yeah, it's my favorite part of like the episodes or the thing. I know this is BB. Couldn't tell you who the other person is. I'm assuming Ben because Ben always lip synced. <laughs> Trixie. Oh really? Yep. Bitch, I just did this. I just did this a month ago. Yeah. You're a mess. <sighs> just kidding. You have. You're occupied with enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the season. I couldn't tell you what it is. Seriously? Oh wait, is this a door? This is- this is Milk and Trinity K. Bonet. Yeah, it's like the best lip sync ever. Well, one side to look. Yeah, and we just did season six last fall. <laughs> Girl, I don't know. Um, okay, is it is it about time to wrap this? I mean, we covered... Well, let's go to the chat room. Chat room. Any questions? Yeah, chat, chat room. Do we have any questions? I mean, I'm going to start wrapping any- it up if, if you guys don't uh, have anything else for us to talk yeah. about. Uh, I'm gonna start wrapping up the show here. I don't want to. Also, I somebody said, said I sound like Aquaria, and like I've never been more offended. <laughs> oh, really? Why? Because <laughs> her voice. I don't know. She's like a robot. Do I? You sound like a robot. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> okay. Try it. Any questions? Let though? me go. Let me go through the chat room. Dear Joe, but uh, Aiden, who are you making butt babies with to get your baby tea? What? See what happens? What happens when you don't look at the chat room for a while? Like I've not looked for a few minutes. They start having conversations, and I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, they were talking about um, the butt baby thing was a reference to Katya's podcast. 
but there's oh. a lot of um a lot of liver jokes. Joe, did you remove the show from the feed? No, I did not remove the show from the feed. The show still exists in the feed. Um, boop, 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 boop. Luke and I were having somebody asked us why we love Drag Race. You know what? I actually do want to talk about that actually because it was something that came up a lot in the attacks on me. Like, why would you even re- recap the show when you clearly don't like it? But I want to. I want to hear your <laughs> take, Jacob Mitten official. About why I love the show? Yeah. Well, first of all, it's um, I was introduced to drag before Drag Race by like a bunch of Divine movies, mm-hmm. but I got into it just because I love like how much it makes fun of gender, and plus, kind of helped shape me into who I am today in a, in a sense because I grew up watching it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it gave me a lot of self confidence. I know for a fact would not be there if I hadn't discovered the show. Like, it helped me, like, empower myself. And plus, I was kind of, like, a little cunt when it came to, like, gays. I was like, you can't be masked. You have to be masked or else, like, your voice doesn't matter. Like, I just found, like, more feminine people. As ironic as it sounds of how I sound. <laughs> I just found more feminine people, like, to be not as valid. But through Drag Race, I was like, that's such a stupid opinion to have. Mm-hmm. And I just love celebrating queerness on television. Like, this is such an important moment in history, in a sense. Because RuPaul himself has never, ever... Like, he's, like, revolutionizing how queer people are portrayed on television, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, he's revolutionizing how queer people are taken in the media. Like, it's amazing. I just love this show. It's very important. And that's it. Evan Ayers? I had a whole like 40, 40 minutes that I talked about why I love this show. I think the show is just a an an important representation of of that celebrates queerness and celebrates artistry that I think that for the longest time was kind of considered to be like a sideshow freak thing, or that was just exactly. kind of kind of limited to this thing that you saw come up on stage for three minutes, then it disappeared into the darkness, and there was never really <laughs> a value or an understanding of how much work goes into being a drag queen, and I think it's I think it's taking that and elevating it to a level that people are able to kind of really appreciate and respect these queens that, you know, 20, 10 years ago probably would have never felt like they would ever be adored or appreciated by anyone that didn't have, you know, a ticket to a bar that night. So I just think it's a great and needed um, kind of shitster for, for the queer community to have on national television. This is very important for children, like especially gay kids. Yep. Like, there's not many people you can look up to. And I think that we see that in today with how much they love, you know, Trixie and Katya and all that. As annoying as it can be to some, you know, of the more experienced fans, mm-hmm. they need someone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's important to recognize that. I, uh... I have a weird relationship with the show. So, well, first of all, I want to address Lori Roggenkamp, uh, future co-host of the Dragula recap shows, uh, wanted to know, when did I ever have the whole audience crying with laughter? Uh, when I was referencing that earlier. Um, that, uh, I don't know, Lori. I think there was one time when and maybe you were telling jokes right after me and then the people were anticipating the jokes and so they were laughing already. But um, one, let's get to the RuPaul question. Uh, the thing with RuPaul with me is 
like I love the show. Here's the thing, and I've talked about, and so I'm going to repeat a lot of things that I've said before on the show. Is RuPaul is a problematic uh, gay icon because when the show first started, the show was a a shitty two bit cheapy show that was supposed to just sort of logo was going to. Ha- this is the same time they had the big gay sketch show and logo, and they're like, "Oh, why don't we have like a a funny like parody of America's Next Top Model and Project Runway, and we'll get RuPaul, who was this washed up one hit wonder from the '90s drag queen, and won't that be funny?" You know, and what happened was the what they didn't realize is that the show was a necessary something necessary in the gay movement at the time. You know, we were entering into a post prop eight world where gay marriage was soon to come become legal. It was the gay movement and and acceptance of gay people in this country was evolving. And this show was an important element in that evolution. And the show, and still is, bigger than RuPaul and the producers ever realized or ever dreamed it could be, you know? And where it gets difficult is I think early on, RuPaul, without realizing what the ramifications are, took on the mantle of... Being uh, one of the forefront, like one of the... Like trailblazers. Yeah, being a trailblazer. Now, by the way, she is. And this can happen she has sometimes. Been, and now she is again, which I don't yeah. think she expected. Yeah, which I don't think she expected. But here's the thing with RuPaul. And and this and by the way, this is not unique to RuPaul. This is also, I think, unique to a lot of very important transformative figures. I think actually it's an I think to be honest with you, I would even say it's a necessary ingredient in transformative figures. Where they she's not transforming gay culture to please gay people she's doing it for herself and we benefit from the wake which is very very rare yeah uh and i think to be honest with you to make a weird comparison is i think that's what also makes a good leader is that if you think Mm -hmm. about it when you have a leader who pays too much attention to what everyone thinks then they're weak right you need a, a a leader who is like like, no, this is the fucking right way to do it, and I'm going to do it my way, and you can either fucking shut the fuck up or get rid of me or whatever. I think it's Obama... Something, I think something o- like the stars of Hollywood today is that they won't say anything. They won't say anything that they truly believe in. You're ever. right. You're right. And, and, I, and something, as right. I do not agree, for example, with RuPaul's stance on... He's apologized since, but I did not agree with him. Well, I'm going to address that. I'm going to address in a second, Jacob. But, yeah, but like I think it's important that he said that. That's very important. Yeah, so we're going to come to that in a second in my whole big giant speech. But to, to, to go to politics, there are two people, and we'll do a Republican and a Democrat, where I feel like Barack Obama and Ronald Reagan are two examples of people are like, this is what I fucking think, and just through the power of my charisma, I'm going to affect change. And this is what I fucking think, and fucking deal with it, right? I'll give you a problematic one. Bill Clinton is a person who used to like really follow the polls and change according to what the polls said. And you could say that was successful or not successful, but Obama and Reagan didn't necessarily play by the polls. They were just, this is what I fucking believe and this is what I'm going to do in the end. And, mm-hmm. and, and you can agree or disagree with them, but the point is that's sort of what made them transformative political figures. And I think RuPaul does things for the benefit of RuPaul and that it's not to disparage RuPaul, but that's why we benefit from her wake because she only knows the way forward. And to, in other words, what, you know what? I'll actually use my cousin. 
as a perfect example, kind of like RuPaul. And he actually does remind me of RuPaul. And my cousin's very problematic. He causes a lot of fucking problems in our family. People get in fights and whatnot, right? But when he's almost exactly my age. And when we were younger, when he was like 16, he was fucking... This is like a fucking Mexican family where fucking people wear giant belt buckles and shit like that, you know? And the women all stay in the kitchen and cook and the men are outside drinking beer kind of shit, right? And he, at 16, would fucking show up with his goddamn fucking boyfriend and make out with him at these family parties and dance with him. And everybody was like, <gasps> like, it was, dude, it was the biggest fucking drama. And he was like, I don't give a fuck. And my cousin to this day is very, very polarizing. He's, this is what I, this is, he's going to do what he's going to do. And you, you either deal with it or don't deal with it. He doesn't, and he truly doesn't give a shit, right? But the problem is, is we've talked about this, my other gay relatives, I have a bunch of gay relatives, we've all said that because of what he did, he smashed open those doors. Now, by the way, he wasn't doing it for us. He did it for his own benefit. Yeah. But he smashed open these doors, and then it made us so – my family is so opening to gay people because my cousin Richard was such a fucking a-hole, right, that everyone to me was like, oh, thank God you're not as dramatic as Richard. But right, So, like, I never had any drama coming out. No one, none of my other relatives did. He took all the heat for us and rupaul is kind of the same way she does things for the benefit of rupaul okay but we benefit from that now to go back to the problematic trans stuff is we have to remember rupaul is pushing 60 years old all right and she is an older gay man and older gay men have difficult relationships with drag queens and specifically with trans people okay and you have to remember this please always remember this RuPaul hates doing drag. Okay, RuPaul does not do drag for the fun of it. She talks about this. You know, basically what happened to her is just she realized the opportunity that came with it. And we can people do the whole paid attention RuPaul to her story. When she did drag. Pardon me? That she realized that people had paid attention to her when she did drag. She well, didn't say spe- she like doing specifically, it. Specifically, she realized the attention she got when she was the what she calls the monster, now the Glamazon. Right. The attempt mm-hmm. she realized when she started becoming glamorous and, and, and at her at her walk of fame speech, she acknowledged that that character was created by Zaldi and Matthew Anderson, you know, and she realized that when she was that character, that certain that it got a certain amount of attention and she capitalized on it. Right. Mm-hmm. But. The point is, is she's a, a gay person who is pushing 60 and they have views. And by the way, for all, like Jacob Mittens, you're what, how, 19, 20? 19. Okay. Girl, in 40 years, the 19 year olds are going to think you're a fucking bitch for what you think. You know, <laughs> that's just what's going to happen. Okay. And th- th- you were talking about how she apologized. I guarantee you, right? I know the psychology of this RuPaul like nobody's business. Remember, RuPaul never fucking apologized during the whole she-male controversy. I, I was so surprised when he, when he apologized. I was like, he won't because no. he never has. RuPaul apologized because All Stars 3 was ending and season one was, uh, season 10 was starting. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, Viacom and VH1 were like, bitch, you are fucking apologizing. Like, RuPaul does have a boss. And that's actually... That's sort of the difference when she went from Logo to VH1 is, yeah, yeah, all these doors opened up for her and a lot of stuff for the show changed monetarily and everything for the better. 
But also what comes with that is she was fucking running logo because she was keeping the lights on there. At VH1, now look, she's still the biggest show on VH1 and she has a lot of pull. But at the end of the day, Viacom's going to be like, no, bitch. You were fucking going out there and you were apologizing. Yeah, I'm telling you, no on. RuPaul, if that would have happened, in, if, if season 10 wasn't happening, that bitch would not have apologized. She well, would not have apologized. But I don't, maybe. But I also like to look for the best in people. And I hope that she learned from her reaction that they're, that, you know, they're new things that maybe she didn't consider. And you need to kind of learn from that and I, grow. I, I think, I think she, I think she understood that there, the way to, to soften this was to present it as an opportunity to learn. But again, I think she's been in this business for a long time, and I just, I don't think that. Well, I'm, with, me, I'm kind of with you, Joe. I don't think for a second she would do it unless she had no, to. Let me ask you this: I think, I think is, I don't think RuPaul cares about anything. Like what? not, in, not in a shady way. No, not in a shady way. But listening from what RuPaul's philosophy is, I don't think she gives a fuck about anything. No. No. She cares about keeping her show going and keeping a paycheck. Yeah, no, that's what she no, she openly says what she cares about. No, but let me yeah. ask you this, uh Jacob Miton. <laughs> Do you have grandparents? Yes. Are they still with us? Yes. And how old is or one of them? Just name how old. I don't know. <laughs> but they're, they're probably old. around RuPaul's age, would I imagine, right? My parents are sixty. So oh, okay, 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 okay. Perfect, perfect. So your parents are sixty. All right, great. You just said I hope she would change her mind. Think about your parents. They have a core set of beliefs. Do you think they're changing their mind on any of that things? Yes, actually. Well, then your parents are very, very unusual for 60-year-olds. But when well, the yeah. older you get, the less flexible you become in your belief systems. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you right now, RuPaul firmly believes what she believes. Okay? And this is something that is not a secret. Like, the one thing, like, look. It's weird. I live in Los Angeles. I have a tangential relationship with show business. I know a lot of people in a lot of places. For some reason, I think this is shocking. I still cannot believe this. I don't know anybody involved with this show. I know anybody with, involved in almost every other show, right? I don't you know any- Drag Race? I'm talking about Drag Race, yeah. I think partially... A straight. That's the thing. Well, no, I, I know a lot of straight people. I'm saying I think actually what it is is they don't use a lot of uh, union people. I think they use a lot of non-union people for like crew and everything. So it's harder to know who they are. Uh So I think I don't know anyone there. Right. But what I'm telling you, though, is I know the psychology of this RuPaul just based on how show business works and everything like that. And she has these firmly held beliefs and there's aren't those aren't going to change. She's going to play nice. And notice what she said on her – she didn't really apologize, and that's what people got mad about. She just yeah. realized that her, her words have consequences and she's willing to listen or something like that. And then she posted a train a train flag and not a trans flag. That was a joke. That isn't... <laughs> oh, you think that was a joke? No, the train flag thing? No, she posted one half of the gay flag – of the trans – of the LGBT flag. Of the Sorry. Of the gay flag, and then she posted the other half, and then the other half in separate tweets. So it was like a one giant gay flag. The train thing was like that was just a meme. I had read that she had. There There's a, no such thing as a train flag. No, 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 no. Someone, what I'd read was that she had when you actually posted when you typed it into Google, there was an artist who made a. Uh, some sort of I haven't seen it. Some piece of art that when that 
was like a train and it looked it looked kind of like a flag right and it was a piece of art for museum and she just assumed that was the trans flag i th- i'm pretty sure that that's not what happened i think it's just like you could a be right. twitter got and they ran with it you could be right now by the way if you were one of our fans i would tell you to go fuck yourself and get off my fucking show but you know what but i'm, <laughs> I'm not like that i'm not like that evan's okay. like that by the way evan wants you off the fucking show no, I actually I do have to go fuck myself, and by that I mean I have to go finish this work for a meeting tomorrow. I'm sorry. Okay, so let's so let's wrap up the show. So, like, guys. I'm enjoying this, but like I'm like getting anxiety about this meeting tomorrow morning. Are you really? Good okay. luck. All right, <laughs> Jacob's gonna keep on staying the show. Yeah, you guys keep you, Joe, Jacob. Please keep pushing his buttons. Well, no, we actually <laughs> we actually only even have a few minutes left. Anyway, so let's actually so Evan stick around. Let's say goodbye to the, everyone in the chat room. Sure. Uh, everyone in the chat room, guys. It's been an amazing show, guys. We've done basically even we've done two hours and twenty minutes today, and then I did a half hour earlier with Lori. So uh, to Haley Sklans, J- Connor Howlett, Haley's mom. Uh, Ear Wyvern, Ben Anderson 5, David Mackey, Luke Stamen, Ayaz Waz, Joe or 206, Surfetch 97, Sefolian, Connor Shanahan, Lori Roggenkamp, meh, Leslie Gardner, and everybody else listening everywhere else in the world. Thank you very much. Um, Evan and Jacob, stay on the phone before I hang up, but we're gonna, we're gonna head out right now. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Jacob Mitten, Jacob oh, M I T O N. Everyone follow Jacob Mitten at, J- at Jacob, J A C O B M I T O N at Instagram. Any other plugs you want to do, Jacob? Or Twitter, anything. On Twitter or anything. And also, Evan, do you, ever, Evan do you have any plugs? Um, No, people already follow me, so I'm good. Oh, it must be nice. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, thank you guys for listening. All right. Wish me luck, wish me luck on Thursday. I'm scared. Oh, that's right. Evan on Thursday. It's his big shot. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye. Okay. Oh, so they'll go to the lawyer. There it is. Okay. These dick pigs. I cannot. I know, right? That's what so happened? Funny. What I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I love the they, chat. It's so like different. They're so funny. They're just like telling me all this. Like they like. I guess. I guess my dick pig is worth nine dollars. Show. <laughs> what happened? I didn't see this. Tell me about. Oh, this. there was this whole thing. I was like, oh, at the two dollar level, like Evan, we'll get like <laughs> pictures of Evan, and it just evolved into this like, oh no, just butt ones now. It's just it's. Well, wait, hold on for a second. You can make some money, girl, because look, $9 a month is... I actually, like, will accept, like, money for nudes, so, like, you know. Yeah, you should have told them. If you want to pay, I'm open. $9 a month at 12 months, that's $108, and that's a person. That is... That's, like... That's two drinks at this happy hour for Drag Race. Yes, I got paid $150 for five for five photo nudes. Bitch, I kind of feel like I remember you posting... I don't remember, though. <laughs> I remember you posting shit on um, RPR Gone Wild. Yeah. <laughs> um, before my old account, I had an old account that was literally just for nudes. Mm-hmm. And it was very popular, and I got rid of it. Oh. Um. Okay. So, Jacob, how did you like it today? It seemed like you had a good time. Yeah, it seemed like you had a good time. Would you ever want to? Would you ever want to come back? Sure. Evan, do you want? Well, Evan, Evan, I will talk. Well, Evan, (laughs) say nice now. Say nice things now, and then you and I will talk later. I thought you were gonna ask. I thought you were gonna ask me if I would ever come back. Like, bitch, Um, Evan, you're not going anywhere. You, you're part. You're part of my heart in this show. (sighs) Yeah. If I sucked, you can tell me though. Because no, you were great. I would. I would have. I kept like I don't know what. Like I kept like um going like side like sidetracking a lot, but I guess that's the nature of podcasting. Yeah, you you know what you know what you get better. You're excited. Yeah. 
You get better at it. We'll have you on again really soon. You always have the good tea. Awesome. But you should keep listening and uh, and and anytime is you have is it, everything it, Patreon exclusive or pardon me is everything Patreon ex- exclusive. Unfortunately, or so here's the weird thing. Is, wait, hold on for a second. You guys talk amongst yourselves just for a second. Hold on. Talk amongst yourselves. Someone, okay. someone just sent me a read you wrote you, but instead of RuPaul saying I'm the one, it's Miss Vanjie. I'm not going to oh, get yes. over this. Shut up. <laughs> wait. Get that out of here. I can't with that. Um, la, la, la. Wait, so what part of Canada are you in right now? Jasper, Alberta, but I'm from Vancouver. Okay. Jasper, Alberta. Okay. Um, no. What were we talking about right now? Talking about Canada. Oh. Um, what were we saying, though, about... Oh, the main show. You know what happened is... So in previous seasons... So the main show does really well. We'll see how it does this week. People got so mad about the RuPaul thing. But um, on the main season, uh, it gets really, 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 really big numbers. But anytime we did any sort of special episode, like a good example is last June, we did an interview with Eureka O'Hara. And it was like, there's people who weren't, they, they just want the recap. And they didn't want to hear it. So like anything that's not the recap officially just goes in the patreon because we realized that there was a, a there are a ton of people who just they don't want to fucking hear Eureka O'Hara being interviewed or they don't they just want to hear the recap oh okay yeah well, people can very like they're very uh unwelcoming to change and even if change just means like not the show that they expect people are very particular about the podcast to listen to I'm, I'm learning if they don't get what they expect want or they or what they want they have a problem with it <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of the things that people got mad about too that we didn't talk about in the show was that that we didn't even like the episode. But you know, you know, also Jacob, I'm on a serious radio the next day talking about the show. And before the before the host even introduced me, before the host even introduced me, they were already talking about how shitty this last episode was. Sometimes it's <laughs> shitty episodes. Of Drag Race? Yeah. Um, I liked it. It was fine. But I like any new season just because it's like fresh meat. <laughs> oh, but so you liked this, this, this episode? Um, it was. I didn't like. I it was the concept is a bit weird, like the theme of like the the challenge itself. Mm-hmm. But like it wasn't like it was a solid episode. Like it had drama to everything I want. I thought the challenge was lame. I thought the million challenge was lame, and then the that the, no one except for maybe. Cracker and maybe Blair, no one brought their best drag. Honestly, the only episode that I have actively disliked recently is Diva's Lip Sync Live All Stars 3, which is where Thorgy goes home. Well, girl, That's the, but the only episode oh. so far, I, no, it's not. Oh, I hate All Stars 3, but the only one like where I've right after watching it, I was like, I hate this, was that one. Well, you're speaking to what I think is very problematic is, and there's no way around it, is. Whenever since Lucian left, yeah, Those, yeah. Ever, ever, I mean, and look, he's a racist fuck. They've been he shouldn't using be on the same there, but, people. You know huh? what I mean? They've been hiring the same people over and over again. You know, but ever since Lucian, Lucian had a, I think Lucian got it and had a knack for yeah. writing the catchy he was songs. Nuts. He was like, nuts, but he knew exactly what that show needed. No, but. I think he wasn't nuts beforehand, but now it's like he's out of the picture. Like, after he called RuPaul the N-word, there's no coming back from that. Do you have any tea on what really happened with Matthew and Ru? Matthew and Ru? Mm-hmm. Do you, what do you know? I just well, I actually heard... 
how did I hear from somebody who really knew actually? But all they told me was about this is what I this is what I know officially, and I know from what I know this part is true. I can't remember how I know this for a fact. They had some sort of disagreement in the makeup room on episode one, and during the disagreement, I do know that the whole thing about the wet wig on the head or something like that. that, that I don't think that's true, huh? And I don't think that's true. Oh, from, I heard it from a good source that that there was a big fight on that episode, and he stormed out, and that the wig thing happened. But I can't remember where I heard you that. Put a wet wig on his head. Apparently, like apparently, like he was like, "Well, do your own fucking makeup," and then like plopped like a like a wig on his head and just walked away. But I don't think that's true, just because of how dramatic it sounds. But mm-hmm. it's also Matthew Anderson who's like really dramatic. <laughs> what what did you what do you think or know happened? I guess I I don't know, but I do know that he's been in the hospital. For a while. Well, yeah, Willem sort of uh, has alluded to that on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He's got, he's getting better though. He was he he did a gig, like a makeup job, recently. Yeah, and you know, I actually thought it was really I I, I wouldn't put it past Rue to make up with Matthew. She 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 did get you could tell she was emotional when she mentioned him at the Hollywood. Rue also Wednesday. like had a had a problem with Michelle when Michelle said she couldn't do yeah the first three seasons mm-hmm. and like RuPaul didn't talk to her for three years yeah. Just because she had to put her family first and actually make money instead of like putting it all on the line. But that's all. But the problem is <laughs> that's. But that's what I try and girl. Okay, wait. You're saying this now off the air, and when I'm trying to be like, you're like, no, RuPaul. I'm like, no, RuPaul is a fucking petty bitch. And and oh yeah, she's petty, but yeah. So like, I think she and Matthew will make up. Um, yeah. Uh, but like RuPaul, like um, page like she said thank you to Matthew. Yeah. On her what um the walk her of fame. star thing yeah she acknowledged Matthew and said thank you so much to Matthew Anderson for giving me you know getting me to where I am today well yeah because like, Matthew and Zaldi created that look Matthew created that look Matthew created RuPaul yeah so anyway Evan you have to go uh, yeah you have to go Jacob, Jacob, uh, Jacob Mitten official. It was uh, a pleasure, and I will talk to you guys later. We'll talk Thank to you, you soon. Evan, I'll talk to you soon. And Jacob, uh, goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>